Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Our Thursday brings us lots of sunshine around 50 degrees, tracking a cold front late Thursday night, mid-40s for the day on Friday. I'm 7 News meteorologist Steve Rudin, the First Alert Weather Center. We are back down to 30 degrees in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 159. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early morning for you on TOP, two major stories we're following this Wednesday morning. First, Colorado Supreme Court removes former President Donald J. Trump from the state's primary ballot. The latest from CBS in just seconds. Plus, a judge's latest ruling on removing the Confederate memorial from Arlington Cemetery. I'm Dick Iuliano. Also this morning. How's the idea of a $2.2 billion Potomac Yard project going over among people in Alexandria? I'm Matt Small. Gains on Wall Street. Asian stocks mainly higher this morning. Good morning, 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz, a stunning ruling affecting Donald Trump. Former President Donald Trump took the stage in Iowa Tuesday night, soon after Colorado's Supreme Court barred him from the state's 2024 primary ballot. We're just 27 days away from Iowa's first in the nation. We're going to win the Iowa caucuses, and then we're going to crush crooked Joe Biden next November. In the historic decision, the Colorado Supreme Court said Trump is ineligible for the White House under the U.S. Constitution's insurrection clause. CBS's Michael George. Hundreds of thousands of customers are still without power after a powerful weekend storm, says CBS's Errol Barnett. The deadly storm system left scenes of flooding, buckled roads, and down power lines in its wake from the mid-Atlantic to the northeast. In Jackson Falls, New Hampshire, newly melted snow fueled raging rivers and floods. While the weather cleared up for parts of Tuesday in San Francisco, many travelers were left scrambling at the airport after their flights were delayed. More from KPIX-TV reporter Liesla Gooden. Waiting for here for six hours more? (laughs) Oh, that's a lot of time. This is Don Bell, whose flight from the Philippines on Tuesday morning was delayed to SFO by three hours, causing her to miss her connecting flight back home to Los Angeles. I think it would be better if they're going to tell us what's going on in order for us to prepare also because what's going on right now is not good for me because I need to cancel my first flight and I need to rebook another ticket. Federal safety regulators are getting pushback from some major automakers, says CBS's Jennifer Kuyper. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration wants automakers including GM, Toyota and Volkswagen to recall 52 million airbag inflators made by auto suppliers ARC and Delphi. It would be one of the largest recalls in U.S. history. President Biden heads to Milwaukee on Wednesday to talk about how small business is big business. The president is expected to focus on his key economic plan, which he calls Bidenomics. 
He'll talk about how small businesses is at the pillar of Bidenomics and how important it is. Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre. We have seen more than 14 million applications uh, for people wanting to start a small business. 178,000 of those applications are in Wisconsin. And that is because Bidenomics is indeed working. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, the White House. A federal judge has ordered a temporary halt to a business opportunity that federal regulators say has, quote, taken in millions of dollars from consumers with bogus promises of huge returns. The FTC calls it a scheme that's been operating since at least 2018 under the name Blueprint to Wealth. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Did you know that motor vehicle crashes are the number one cause of death among children? Three out of four child safety seats are not installed correctly. When installed and used properly, a child safety seat can reduce the risk of death by as much as 71%. Choose a safety restraint system based on your child's age, weight, and height. Test it out to make sure that it's an appropriate fit for both your child and your vehicle. Keep children safe by making sure they are properly restrained. Fitzgerald Auto Malls holds free child safety seat events on the third Thursday of every month. Get your child seat installed and inspected by a nationally certified technician on Thursday, December 21st from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. That's Thursday, December 21st from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. A properly installed child safety seat can mean the difference between life and death for a child. For more, please visit fitzmall.com. WTOP at 204. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th, 2023. Welcome in. Mainly clear, still cold this overnight early morning. Steve said the low by daybreak on your Wednesday should be in the 20s. We're at 30 straight up in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Topping the local stories we're following for you as we roll into this early Wednesday morning together. The Confederate Memorial at Arlington National Cemetery is where we begin this morning. Word coming that it can come down. After all, just a day after issuing a temporary restraining order, a federal judge in Alexandria has given the Army the green light to continue dismantling the monument that towers over Confederate graves. It's a disappointment to Scott Powell of Save Arlington, a group that's been battling to save the monument, erected to advance reconciliation between the states. This monument really gave us a lot of guidance about the direction we should take and had been there as a beacon for almost 100 years. And now we've decided, well, we don't need that anymore. The monument was targeted by the Federal Naming Commission that also listed military bases and installations that honor the Confederacy. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. At 2.05 Wednesday morning, let's talk sports on WTOP. 2.2 billion bucks, the projected cost behind the proposed monumental sports and entertainment project at Potomac Yard. Is it worth it? And are you for it? I do not. That's what Arsalan, who lives in Alexandria, tells WTOP. But the Wizards fan says if the project, which would rely on taxpayer assistance, happens... If the developments that do happen are ultimately the best for the citizens. Virginia Democrat Don Byer who represents the area in Congress, is one of his key concerns. We take advantage of the economic boom and the cultural boom without sacrificing the community that we've built so beautifully. Bayer tells WTOP his biggest concern is the use of tax-exempt federal bonds to finance the project, something he's rallied against for years. This means basically Americans across the country are going to be subsidizing it. 
In Alexandria, Matt Small, WTOP News. 206 Wednesday morning on TLP. The city of D.C. back in court. Lawyers for the district hoping to convince a judge to not hold it in contempt for the lack of shelter beds for teens arrested in the city. It's a case a judge granted WTOP's own Mike Murillo special access to cover. The contempt charge comes in a case involving a teen girl who is forced to stay in a jail-like portion of D.C.'s youth detention facility despite being eligible for a more shelter-like facility in that same place. The city faces the contempt charge after failing to meet the court's order to add more beds earlier this year. In court, Sam Abed, director of D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services, says since the last court hearing, the city has signed a deal with three outside facilities to make an additional 24 beds available by March of next year. Judge Andrea Hertzfield called the development progress and decided again to not decide on whether the city should be held in contempt. The city will be back in court on this in early March. At D.C. Superior Court, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP Wednesday morning at 2.07. Some people who went to emergency rooms locally in Maryland in specific over a five-year period are getting some money back. For years, Maryland lawmakers like State Delegate Robin Lewis and Laura Charcutian had been watchdogging problems with medical billing in the state in including when people who qualified for free care were billed and then taken to court. It's a nightmare, right, for someone who can't pay $250. That's Delegate Charcutian who explains as a result of a bill passed in 2022, a variety of state agencies and the Health Services Cost Review Commission will track down patients who qualified for and should have gotten free care during 2017 through 2021 those people will be getting refunds. Now, the Baltimore Banner reports the checks could start going out in mid-2024. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th, 2023. Welcome to WTOP. Time now is 2.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Driving your weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Rich Hunter. In the WTLP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. A uh, new issue in McLean. Old Dominion Drive in the area of Linway Terrace That's uh, as you make it, the trip between McLean and Arlington. Apparently, there was some ice across the roadway. A couple of vehicles spun out, struck each other. Uh, Fairfax County Police on the scene. They are waiting on a tow truck. They've also requested the water authority because this might be a water main break because they don't know where the water came from to cross over the roadway. And they've also requested the sand truck from VDOT. So for now... Watch for police direction on Old Dominion Drive to get through. Uh, so don't be surprised if you're sort of redirected there as a result. Now, over in Prince William County near uh, Jiffy Lube, uh, Rollins Ford Road just south of Wellington Road for a report of a crash, single vehicle off the road, possibly into a tree. Authorities are on their way there. Uh, over in Woodbridge, I-95 southbound as you approach and pass the Prince William Parkway, headed down toward uh, Dale City and the car rest area, still getting by the works and single file to left remains very slow. Uh, even at this early morning hour, folks getting into and through that work zone, pretty much its length. But once you clear it, not a bad ride. You have one additional work zone southbound just south of the exit for Quantico. Exit 148 from mile marker 146 to 144. Work zone blocks a single left lane on the northbound side, working as you approach Quantico from mile marker 145 to 147. They're also blocking a single left lane. Work also remains 395 northbound north of Washington Boulevard. Single right lane gets you by there. Last check, traffic westbound on Constitution Avenue was still being diverted at 23rd Street as a result of a crash. But it looks like in our camera at 23rd and Constitution, all lanes have been reopened, crash cleared. Once again, go directly to the Roosevelt Bridge. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or 
to Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitsmall.com. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Plenty of sunshine to enjoy later this afternoon with daytime high temperatures near normal for this time of year, around 45 to 50 degrees. At least it's not going to be terribly windy. Moving into the overnight hours, mainly clear and cold by early tomorrow morning. We're in the middle 20s to lower 30s. For the day on Thursday, mostly sunny near 50 degrees. Tracking a cold front late Thursday night. That's going to keep our temperatures in the 40s on Friday and Saturday. Back to around 50 on Christmas Eve. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Where are your holiday travels taking you? If you think an airline or airport snafu is almost a given, you may be going to the wrong places. A ranking by the advocacy group AirHelp finds overseas airports are best for passenger service. Tops in the U.S. was Minneapolis at number 13. Seattle was number 34. Detroit, 38. Americans over age 70 now hold nearly one-third of the nation's wealth thanks to soaring home values and stock market gains. The Fed says older baby boomers have accumulated over $14 trillion in additional net worth since the end of 2019. Apple is about to suspend sales of its most popular smartwatches through its online and retail stores after losing a patent dispute. But you'll still be able to get one from the usual third-party sellers. Just don't expect Apple to tell you. It's telling staffers to offer no advice in keeping with the spirit of the ruling. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Once again, Mervis sets the standard for jewelry. You've got to see our new collection. Straight row diamond tennis bracelets remain a favorite. They're simple and elegant. Our neck pieces are so sexy, they're almost illegal. Imagine a perfect diamond suspended from a delicate gold chain, resting securely in the small of her throat. What a beautiful, sensuous gift. Our magnificent diamond bands will melt her heart. The Mervis diamonds are ferociously brilliant. They seem to leap out at you. The designs are daring and rare. You'll find them at one place only, Mervis. And as for earrings, Mervis proudly shows the newest diamond ear studs, dangles, hoops, and anything else you can imagine. When you really love her, show it with Mervis Diamond Jewelry, the best there is. Two philosophies unite everything at Mervis. The finest quality and legendary Mervis value. The prices are almost too good to be true. Come see for yourself. She'll thank you forever. Mervis Diamond Importers. Financing is available. Go to MervisDiamond.com. Again, that's MervisDiamond.com or call 1-800-HER-LOVE. Timing is everything, and if you've been looking for a luxury vehicle, look no further than Select Auto Imports in Alexandria. For 37 years, Select Auto Imports has saved you thousands off MSRP on pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Range Rovers. Now, we're expanding and need room for our new showroom. That means lower prices just got lower. Check out hundreds of luxury vehicles at SelectAutoImports.com or visit us on Van Dorn Street in Alexandria. These savings won't last forever. SelectAutoImports.com there's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is WTOP News. 
A young woman trying to right the wrongs of the past is forced to confront some ugly truths that may leave her world forever changed. That is the story behind the new mystery suspense novel titled Perfect Little Lives by Amber and Daniel Brown on the WTOP Book Report with Arturi King. The main topic of discussion is, is closure worth it? The book is Perfect Little Lives. It's the story of Simone. What's her journey? Simone is a young woman working in New York City, but she is originally from New Jersey. She doesn't tell people that, though, because she has some sordid things about her past that she doesn't really want to get out there. Mm -hmm. But when we meet her, the past is sort of catching up with her present, and then she's going to have to reckon with that. There's a documentary filmmaker hounding her, wanting her to be interviewed for what the documentary filmmaker is titling the most heinous murders that ever happened in New Jersey. One of the subjects just happens to be Simone's father. And the person that he has been accused of murdering is her mother. Who is this book for? Who are you writing for um, when you think about your audience and these stories and these characters? I would say, first and foremost, we're writing for Black women. Yeah. We wanted the girls like us who were 13, 14, getting into reading to be like, oh, I see myself. Because we did. There was a book by Sister Soldier. Sister Soldier. Yes. No disrespect. And it was about a young woman starting college. And we were like, we want to be her. And we want our young black women and older black women to just relate and just to be like, yeah, I see myself. Anybody who likes a twisty thriller, like we love reading twisty, fun thrillers. You could have a twisty thriller, but it's not that much substance. And then you could have something like social commentary, but it's kind of on the nose and it's kind of thrown in your face. We wanted to mix those two together. You're not supposed to work with friends and family. And <laughs> you guys, you're identical twins. What's that process like working together? How can you stand each other? <laughs> we didn't at first. <laughs> so we originally started writing separately for a really long time, like since we were like 14. I always swore... I would never, ever, ever write a book with her for this exact reason. We both have very strong opinions on things. Exactly. Well, that's my point. That's my point. Most of the times we agree, but when we disagree, it's a huge deal. You can listen to Tariq's full interview with Amber and Danielle Brown and learn more about Perfect Little Lives. A click away at WTOP.com. Quick look at the top stories we're following this early morning for you on WTOP. Breaking this morning, former President Donald J. Trump is removed formally, for now, from Colorado's primary ballot by the state Supreme Court over his role in the January 6th Capitol riot insurrection. Federal judge ruling the memorial to Confederate soldiers in Arlington National Cemetery can come down. And a group of D.C. area leaders is pushing this morning for more funding for Metro as the transit agency faces a budget deficit, as we've been telling you on T.O.P. this week, of at least 750 mil. Keep it here for full details in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Hey, nothing personal. It's business. This is Dave Johnson. When selling your home, it's serious business, especially to you. That's why you need to do what I did and connect with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. I mean, listen to this story from Tony and Stacy in Reston. They decided, well, they'd hire a friend, a nice thought. But after two months on the market without selling their home, the couple knew they had to call Jennifer Young Homes. And look, Jennifer had already sold a property in their neighborhood quickly for more than a million dollars. And because of Jennifer's knowledge of the market, she made things easier for Tony and Stacy. She 
discovered that they had an assumable FHA loan and also told everyone in her database about their property. Well, it didn't take long to sell their home for well above the asking price. No stress and so easy. That's the Jennifer Young Homes way. And how much money could Jennifer and her team get you for your property? Find out what your home is worth in only 30 seconds at JenniferYoungHomes.com. So go ahead, connect with Jennifer Young at 877-611-SELL or online at JenniferYoungHomes.com. Kevin Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. All right, if you're traveling on the Beltway in Virginia, they were working on the inner loop. They've set it up late and looking to see they may have already picked it up. They were doing something quickly on the inner loop between Gallows Road and I-66. They were down to a single right lane, but they may have already moved on. So no visual of it in the camera. If you see it out there, give us a call. But be careful nonetheless. Now on the outer loop of the Beltway, the through lanes at this hour remain closed between Alexandria and Oxon Hill, so no access to the through lanes to get to and across the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge, but local lanes are open and you do get by without delay. Now, southbound 95 in Virginia, the work zone remains as you head south to the Prince William Parkway down past the exit for Dale City toward the car rest area. Single file left gets you by the work zone. The good news is delays have actually eased just a teeny bit there. It's still slow. Once you're in it, but there's not nearly as much of a delay getting into it as it was earlier. But again, heads up for delays. Uh, Route 1 looks uh, works well as an alternate. Take the Prince William Parkway over to Route 1, Route 1 South to Dumfries Road, back to 95 beyond the works and any associated delay. Now, a problem over McLean on Old Dominion Drive near Linway Terrace. Uh, this is going to be to the uh, west of uh, North Edison Street, so uh, sort of west of the Arlington County line. Uh, a couple of vehicles got together after hitting a patch of ice across the roadway, so it may be a water main break. Fairfax County Police remain on the scene. They've requested the water authority out there. They've also called for a tow truck, and VDOT's got a sand truck hitting out there as well. So now, for now, watch for police direction to get around that crash scene. And again, in case you missed it, westbound Constitution Avenue reopened at the Roosevelt Bridge. The earlier crash on the ramp to go west on 66 cleared. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. As we head through the morning and into the afternoon, we'll see plenty of sunshine. Temperatures around 45 to 50 degrees. Thankfully, we're not going to have to deal with gusty winds later today like we have been dealing with the last couple of days. For tonight, clear and cold, mid-20s to lower 30s, near 50 on Thursday. Cold front late Thursday night, middle 40s come Friday and Saturday. Christmas Eve, we're dry with daytime highs around 50, lower to middle 50s on Christmas Day. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Here's Oliver Wise, the Chief Data Officer at the Commerce Department, on the Data Resiliency Series, sponsored by IBM 4. We know we're not ready for AI until our data is, and that in order to have accountable, safe, responsible AI, we need to have a very good handle on our data. The data has to be well-documented and rich with the proper metadata. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search IBM 4. In today's ever-evolving digital landscape, data is the lifeblood of federal agencies. Protecting data has never been more crucial. With IBM's storage portfolio, it's not just about safeguarding data. It's about ensuring the availability, recovery, and reliability of stored data to support mission-critical operations. 4Inc. is an IBM Platinum partner providing federal agencies with solutions to keep data secure, accessible, and resilient. Fortify your data resiliency with IBM solutions that deliver unmatched speed and efficiency. Visit FOURINC.com. This is WTOP News. 
Local governments are responding now to the serious budget cuts proposed by Metro's general manager that we've been telling you about this week. Here at WTOP, as the system faces a $750 million budget deficit and says it may have to close 10 stations and fire thousands of employees. Now a work group of the Metropolitan Washington Council of Government is stepping in out with a report that makes recommendations to support Metro's request for more cash. But Metro has to work hard, too. COGS Executive Director Clark Mercer says Metro's $750 million budget deficit, partly driven by the economic impact of the COVID shutdown, is fixable. And among the regional agency's recommendations are boosting the subsidy payments by area governments. We've got our members in Maryland and D.C. and Virginia have got to come together, and I think they're prepared to come together to address this shortfall. The regional agency representing 24 area jurisdictions is also recommending raising fares, lowering administrative costs, and implementing targeted service reductions. COG is cautioning against any drastic cuts in service. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. New this Wednesday morning on WTOP, D.C. police identifying the man shot by an officer on Monday night near Capital One Arena. They say 27-year-old Corey Darnell Brantz was shot during an investigative stop in the Penn Quarter neighborhood. During a patrol of the area, officers say they saw Branch and thought he was armed when officers approached him. Police say Branch ran away. During the chase, officers say they saw Branch display a gun and one officer fired a shot. Branch was taken to a local hospital, we're told, with non-life-threatening injuries. He's charged this morning with assaulting an officer, possession of a controlled substance, and is facing, we're told, six additional firearms charges here. The officer involved is on routine administrative leave this morning while in full and complete investigation is done. Now to Prince George's County this morning where the school superintendent there has been listening to parents, students, and the rest of the public about what should happen with his leadership in the future. It's a framework for going forward. Superintendent Millard House highlights a few of the immediate actions already taken, including the establishment of a task force focused on student health at High Point High School amid concerns about drug use there. And he also touts an ongoing transportation audit expected to be finished next month aimed at improving the school system's bus service. But student safety and bullying remain remains a big concern among middle and high school students, and he's vowing that every high school will have enhanced screeners by the end of this year. Long-term, House is vowing an expansion of support for special education. He also mentions new policies could allow for more charter schools in the future. John Dome in WTOP News. Boy, was she ever. We're talking about a Virginia woman this morning who bought a cheap vase at a thrift store, now tens of thousands of dollars richer this morning. Jessica Vincent bought a vase for $3.99 at a Virginia thrift store because she thought it would look nice in her house. But she soon learned that the vase she purchased from Goodwill outside of Richmond was actually extremely rare. It came from the Venetian island of Murano and was designed by the late architect Carlos Scarpa. The vase recently sold for $107,000 through the right auction house to a private European collector. Vincent plans to buy a new heating system for her farmhouse with the money. Currently, she's using two space heaters. I'm Lisa Dwyer. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
Maryland was a 19-and-a-half-point favorite over Nichols, but barely escaped College Park with a 73-67 victory over former Terps assistant Tavon Sadler's Colonels. Kevin Willard told Big Ten Network. I thought they played phenomenal. I thought they came out and played aggressive. He's doing such a great job. As one of my former assistants, to watch him come in here and do the job he did, I'm so happy for Tavon. And that's why I hate playing my former assistants. They know all your stuff and just happy for him and what a great job he's doing. All seven of Maryland's victories this season have come at home where the Terps are winners of 18 straight overall. Georgetown lost to Butler in the conference opener for both teams. George Mason and James Madison each stayed undefeated at home with a blowout victory. And 22nd-ranked Virginia lost to number 23 Memphis by double digits. Maryland football will be without Talia Tungavailoa in the Music City Bowl as the Terps